Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. All right, let's bring in Tom Murphy on the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. The day before, Tom, and we are ready to rock and roll for tomorrow. We are, uh, let's see, we're coming down to like 27 hours before kickoff. How are you today, my man? I'm doing really good, man. I'm pretty sure Preacher said 2001 A Space Odyssey a minute ago. Well, Odyssey. it is, it is Columbia, South Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, so Bowie a was a space oddity. Odyssey. Sorry. Yeah. We know what you meant. It's a three-hour show, Tom. We're going to misspeak on occasion. Yesterday, Wes called the uh, football season a tip-off, so we have our moments. But I, I couldn't spell a guy's uh, name that I've been calling his, his name for two years, too. So, you know, we all have our moments. Tom, let me ask you, you the best pregame environment. You've been to all these stadiums. Good question. Um, South Carolina's is definitely good. When I covered Louisiana Tech back in the day, I went like five years in a row. And... Um, yeah, they're they're really proud of their environment, and I and I've seen the new LED thing that they're going to do, so that's really cool. Um, it's hard to rate them. Um, hell, Georgia's Georgia was up and going last year for an eleven o'clock game. That was mm-hmm. amazing uh, what they put on Arkansas in the first quarter of that game. Uh, but you know, all these SEC schools have pretty good atmospheres, and I've been to them all. I mean, I've been to Bandy multiple times because they were. Um, a yearly opponent for Alabama when I first started covering the Tide back in the day. So, yeah, I've been to Tennessee and Vandy, Missouri, all of them several several times. And it's all fun, man. The, the pomp yeah. and pageantry, the bands, all that, that's wonderful. Say, say what you want about Missouri, but they obviously had plenty enough atmosphere last night to take care of Tom's alma mater convincingly. Oh, yeah, I owe Bob, uh, I owe Bob a uh, – sandwich combo for that one i got 20 <laughs> points and i got tired of i got tired of watching louisiana tech stink and dunk offense and mm. the uh interceptions in the first half i just turned it off and said well i know i'm gonna lose this bet so i watched mm. Penn state purdue and um and the uh the other pittsburgh game. west I virginia can't remember who it was. yeah that pittsburgh, was, west virginia. was a good yeah. game yeah that was a good game so tom uh going into tomorrow we always like to get the preview i know you won't tell us but i'm gonna ask anyway how many how much does Arkansas get, and how many does Cincinnati get in the paper tomorrow? Um, I'm not finished doing that yet, actually. I'm normally done by this time of the week. Um, I think right now I've got the running back um, split up, like, you know, even. Uh, I mean, you got to give the edge to KJ at quarterback, right, over a, oh, yeah. a guy who was a starter at Eastern Michigan last year. So, and then you go down the line. I mean, yes, yeah, Cincinnati has all five of its O linemen back, but one of them, I think it's the right tackle, lost his position, it looks like, and he's a backup right guard. So that one's going to be a tight run thing, and I haven't gotten to the defense. So um, here's the thing. I think Cincinnati, and, and I've been thinking about modifying the way we do these and maybe do like Arkansas's offensive line versus Cincinnati's defensive line and give a, you know, give a rating there because I don't think you get a true picture of the, the full matchup when you're just doing one position group at, versus the other team's same position group. Anyway, um, Cincinnati certainly is uh, worthy of holding some of the edges. I just, I'm not sure where. They lost both of those great cornerbacks. So there's going to be a – Sam Pittman has referenced this several times during the week. I just think there's going to be two or three things in this game, like schemes, formations, that each team uses that the other team is going to have to adjust to and it seems to me like Arkansas has done a lot of, you know, 
you can't try to carry everything you do into a game. It's just too much to go over. So, as he put it, they've got enough defense going in to, to be able to adapt and adjust to what they see. Um, I, think, I think Cincinnati is going to really try to, to be physical and establish their ground game. And if, they're, if they do that, they're going to be in the game. And I think if Arkansas makes them have to resort to you know, third mediums and have to pass the ball a lot, I think that's big-time advantage Arkansas. Tom, the matchup I'm curious about with the secondary for Cincinnati losing those NFL players, uh, can Arkansas's receivers take advantage? You know, we, we, it sounds like things have been going well at camp and the position group is deeper than we thought it was going to be, but now it's time to prove it. And, and to me, that's a big key to the game. Can they win some one-on-one battles? Exactly. And we feel like, you know, what we've seen – um, Matt Landers getting free. We've seen Malik Hornsby in the spring just run by guys. And, you know, we've seen Keytron Jackson get beat. We've seen Jaden Hazelwood get open over the middle. So I believe that there's going to be opportunity for Arkansas. But what do you have to do? You know, you have to block it up. You have to protect. Uh, KJ has to deliver the ball on time and, you know, be in rhythm from the start of the game because I don't think they can afford him being a shaky. You know, he, he, uh, he was overhyped last year in the Rice game, and I think they could fall behind, you know, too big to, to you know, overcome if they have a half like they did against Rice last year. But I, but I do believe they're gonna, um, they're gonna try some deep shots, and, and I think Matt Landers, uh, maybe even Jaden Wilson, some other guys are gonna be involved in trying to go deep. Who has the advantage strength of this game? Arkansas's offense against Cincinnati's defense or Arkansas's defense against Cincinnati's offense? Where do you think the strength lies for Arkansas? Well, um, I think their O-line um, is going to do just fine. So I think their O-line against a, a smaller uh, Cincinnati D-front is probably edge Arkansas. But to me, and this is going to last throughout the year, how will Arkansas's D-line hold up? You know, will they run more four-man fronts? How, you know, how often is Eric Gregory on the field? Um, they, Arkansas has got to keep its linebackers clean because that's what, it, that's what its defensive structure is all about, is making sure those D tackles are gap sound, that they command double teams and allow the linebackers to read and get to the ball. Um, if they can do that, then they're going to control Cincinnati. If Cincinnati's O-linemen can, can get out and – and, and mess with the linebackers and and uh, get their backs into the second level with some frequency, then um, the Razorbacks are going to have to do some adjusting, and Catalan's going to have to come down. And To me, Catalan can be the big eraser. If he's feeling it up to himself, if he, if he can lay that shoulder, uh, unlike the first half of last year, he's, such, he's so adept at seeing what's coming, reading it, and getting to the spot uh, that um, – I think he could be in line to have a really good game, like a comeback-type game from what we saw uh, two years ago from him. Dig it, Tom. we got to run. We've got a former Heisman Trophy winner standing by that we will be visiting with after the break, Gino Toretta. And, I, look, I know Gino Toretta. He's no Tom Murphy, but we still have to get him on. So I appreciate the time today. <laughs> I hope to see you in person at some point this weekend. And I appreciate you uh, hanging out with us a little bit today, buddy.